and we are live yes welcome to yet another live interview show with become a famous father and today my guest mike swiger thank you so much for hopping on really appreciate it brother and if it's okay with you let's let's get right in sound good yeah it sounds great thanks for having me on absolutely absolutely man so um we talked a little bit earlier i know you're famous of helping people grow their business right so let's start off with that because i think for any entrepreneur dad right we as fathers we have the innate sense we have to provide which you know is of course making sure that we got the best business possible making the most money so growing your business is huge so let's start off with that man what is your strategy that you can help entrepreneur dads that are watching right now to grow their business well i i think you're asking a great question and a lot of people they kind of go in a lot of different directions when that question's asked. Mm. I I like to start generally I, I like to start is who who do they really like to call on? Who who does my client who's their favorite person to talk to? Who's that person that if they are playing with their kids and they see that show up that as soon as they're done playing with their kids that's the first call they make, right? Mm. And if you can if you can really identify very clearly what that avatar or what that customer looks like then you really you create and craft all your messaging around that one specific person you might hit them a little bit on one side or the other but in general if all of your communication is designed around one person that you love to sell to and do business with you will have great success and that's where it all starts really starts with your all your communication no matter how you're doing it it goes toward that ideal customer exactly absolutely love it man i hear so many people like they keep saying like oh you got a niche down you got a niche down you got a niche down and 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 people get stressed out because at one point they don't understand anymore like what are you talking about how far do i have to go right but it makes it so much simpler saying like who do you really enjoy working with right who's that person i mean i told somebody else the other day it's like if you niche down what if 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 you know you niche down but the guy that you were absolutely niche down on is an absolute I'm not going to say the profanity, but you know what I mean, right? It's like, yeah. really? That's no, no, no. I love it, man. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's what we're going to start off with. People, if you listen to this and you appreciate what Mike just shared, and you're like, wow, that's actually really helpful, make sure to hit that heart button as many times as you can. That will help our algorithm and make sure that more people come on because we're going to be sharing oof, at least for 25 minutes more, lots of golden nuggets. Um, well, Mike is going to share those. I'm not going to do anything, uh, which makes my work a lot easier. But make sure you hit that um, hit that hard button. So, um, Mike, share with us, man. What's your, what's your your background story? What's your origin story? So people get to know you a little bit better. And always share with us, please, your marital status and how many kids you got, etc. So we got a, a full picture of our fellow entrepreneur dad, Mike. Well, I, I'll start where I, I love to start. I am a a very 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 uh, happy husband and happy dad. Um, I've been extremely blessed with three three amazing children and they range my oldest is 20 my youngest is seven so my wife and i've been married for this summer it'll be 26 years and uh it's always funny to think that those knuckleheads that met 28 years ago um uh, still love each other and we adore our children so that's that's really where that's the core of it um as far as a origin story i would probably say my first my first job always starts starts back with a um, a door to door sales job 
I was living in a small town in Pennsylvania and it was about, I don't know, I was 12 years old and these kids came to the door selling candy door to door. I don't know if you have it over there where you are, Klaus, but in the, um, where, where we are, kids would just come to the door selling candy in this milk crate and this freakishly overpriced candy, yeah. um, but cute kids selling, right? So they came, knock, 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 you know, hey, would you like, and this is, so you have to do the math. This is 1983. Kids come to the door with crate in hand, selling candy. I, I, I'm not kidding. 30 minutes later, I'm in a van with, with six strangers selling candy door to door. Like okay. somehow my parents got the idea that it was safe for me to go get in like some unmarked van and have a crate. And uh, for the next two years, I sold candy knocking on doors um, Thursday and Friday nights and then all day Saturday. But you, this is where you'll appreciate it. So on, they did a great job. It literally trained my ma- my mind on how to do the math on sales, right? You got a 20% commission, $3 a box. Uh, I'll never forget it like it was yesterday, 60 cents a box. But here's the kicker. If you sold 30 boxes on a Thursday or Friday night or 100 on Saturday, you got $30 or $100 respectively. Mm-hmm. So what was my job every Thursday and Friday night? 30 bucks, 100 bucks. Right. No matter what, I was figuring out how to make those numbers happen. And um, it, it, it's so funny to think about it because that's just the sort of like a um, the core of what sales are. So it started then. Um, it, it, it always just evolved uh, ever so surely. I spent a lot of time working in the uh, in, in the commercial contractor world, many years in that world, selling uh, commercial lighting, uh, commercial furniture. Uh, in that logistics world. And then I decided after being a, a vice president of sales, director of strategic accounts, I get the bright idea that I am going to uh, start my own business. And that was just over two years ago. And and that's where I spend my time. I go in as a outsourced CMO or CRO, and I help businesses do kind of what we started out talking about, identify your ideal customer, and then put a very clear plan behind that. And that's exactly what we do. We have we have a um, some products that we go into where we help people manage their their social, manage their uh, email outreach, data campaigns, automation in house. So that's, I think I covered a lot. Do, do we still have time left? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. So you you've been in the nine to five, and now you you just started, um, and and you still got a young kid as well. What are some of the benefits that you're seeing now? Because you know the 20 year old when he was young, you were still having your job. Now your seven year old, you know, was still your five year old when you started becoming an entrepreneur and working from home. What are some of the benefits that you're seeing? You're like, wow, man, I'm I'm so happy that I made this decision. I wish I've done this 20 years ago when you know I had my 20 year old and he was uh, he was young or 15 years ago. Yeah, right? well, that's the it's it's a little bit of advantage. I mean. there's a term called an entrepreneur and there's probably a lot of people that are listening to this that might actually be entrepreneur. They're entrepreneurs working for other companies. A lot of my life was spent as a zero base, hundred percent commission guy. Mm -hmm. So when you're living in that world, you're constantly, you might be on somebody else's dime as far as like uh, industry events and your healthcare and things like that. But I, I spent a lot of time and I always lived as if I was an entrepreneur, right? So when you, when you sort of have that in your DNA, that you're kind of running your own business inside somebody else's business, 
owners recognize that they love having you on your side because you're just a scrapper with them, helping them grow. So just because I was working inside somebody else's business didn't mean I didn't have that scrapper mentality of trying to help them grow their business as if I owned it with them. And what's funny is my first customers, when I started my own consulting business, were people that I worked for in the past. They were the first ones to jump on and go, Hey swag, we want you, we want you back in here. We want, we want a piece of you helping us, helping us grow. So as a, as a zero base, hundred percent, hundred percent commission guy, I think you understand we probably have some flexibility. So even my, when my 20 year old was smaller, um, I had the opportunity to make it to a lot of events. Um, somebody that was just a, hundred percent salaried position may not have, have that same flexibility, but mm-hmm. I'm very blessed to have a lot of that flexibility throughout my career. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Cause that flexibility, man, I gotta say, and I told you beforehand, we might just talk about the coronavirus. Unfortunately we have to, uh, we don't have to actually, but you know, I, I was going to just share this, right? So they just shut our school system down, right? So the kids are here uh, all day, every day since yesterday, and that brings struggle with him, especially here for a lot of parents that both work. Um, but I am blessed, uh, and that was my decision. And therefore, I made that decision is I'm working from home, so I can still get to do some work, I can still make that work, and I can take care of them without having to. We don't have to change anything, right? Right. Right. What What's your What's your view on that? And how do you think? Others can make it work in such a way that they could have, because that's what I want for all. People have to understand, that's what I want for all my fellow entrepreneur dads. Not have to struggle. Whatever changes around you, you don't have to struggle. You, you're, you're good, right? What would be your advice for people to start off? They're listening to this and they have a job and like, yeah, yeah, that's easy for you to say. You're already in that position. What would you say? Like, look, try start with this so you can at least say to your boss, it's like, look, I'm good. I got to do this. I got to take care of my kids because they don't, you know, they don't have any school anymore. Right. Because mm-hmm. here, just so, you, just so people understand here in Spain, they tell you like, oh yeah, you can stay home. That's fine. We don't pay you. Right. But you still got to pay rent. You still got to buy your food. Right. Mm-hmm. So what, what would be your advice on that? On, on the, in, well, in such a situation? Well, I, I adore my seven-year-old. If you, uh, if, if she were here, she might even poke her head in. She knows that she has a open invite to come into my office, but she has the sort of the wherewithal or just sort of like the awareness. She doesn't knock on the door. She regularly just cracks it open and she pokes her head in and she sees like if I'm on a call like this right now, she's very sensitive. I'm, I happen to be in a part of our home that is a little bit away from uh, in general what happens in the rest of the house. But I hear, I tell you what, if it's, you know, 245 or so, I hear that pop, 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 pop. And I hear, the, I hear it come to the door and then I hear her slow down. I hear the, the door handles. It turns very quietly. She pokes her head in and she goes, are you on a call? Are you on a call? Are you, you know? And then I'll be like, that's fine. And then she immediately, there's actually a section over here on the side that uh, a lot of times she'll just come in and just kind of camp out in here and feel close to dad. And it's, I, I think you know exactly the um, yeah. when she looks back, uh, you know, as an adult, and she recognizes that no matter what, she had an open invite. Even though I was trying to generate revenue for the family, she knew that she was extremely welcome, and it wasn't, you know, it was it, that's just not part of uh, our, our our dynamic at all. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's so important, man, to create that bond in that way. 
Uh, I'm waiting for mine actually. Just mine are not that conscious that they come <laughs> quietly. I mean, everybody that that has seen any of these episodes. By the way, for people that you know, this is the first episode. We're I'm actually now 152 live interview shows, uh, but they storm in and you know, and then we'll say hi, hi. <laughs> but anyway, we wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, that's the thing is like what what's important when when we look back 20, 30 years from now. We got a cameo. Hey. <laughs> well, I told you, I warned you, right? I, I love it. I love it. He's a cutie. All right. So, hey, buddy, how are you? You gonna eat? Yeah. 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 All right. So go have dinner. Mm. <laughs> ah, very nice. Very good. All right. Go ahead. Close the door. Okay. It's like dad. Another another stranger on on this on your screen, huh, dad? Yeah. You know, he he doesn't say stranger. He says friend. Oh, good. I like that. Yeah. Well, and, and but here's here's the most important thing is that like, hey, I know I've got a 16-year-old too. My 16-year-old is not coming through that door going pop, 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 pop. You know, he's you know, he's off, you know, doing things that 16-year-old boys regularly do, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and then of course my 20-year-old daughter is at university. So uh she'll she'll she and I actually been talking a little bit today. She's actually looking for a uh doing a a PR internship with some pretty, she got some really good opportunities for the summer. And then you'll appreciate this. My, um, my daughter who's in first grade here in, obviously here in Atlanta, Georgia, they asked her this week, they said, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she said, I either want to be a trapeze artist All right. or a sales manager. All right, <laughs> because somehow she just she thinks that's what you and I do. We're sales managers. Like we, yeah. we just teach people how to do sales, and that's what we do for a living. So you know, right. as long as she looks at what what we do as uh, something that she that's as fun as being a trapeze artist, I think we're doing a pretty good job. Ah, you're doing an amazing job. Yeah, absolutely. I, I still am a little amazed that at school they they ask, "What do you want to be when you when you're older?" Mm-hmm. When, when we start asking kids, "What do you want to be now?" Mm. Right. I mean, a seven year old definitely knows what she wants to do right now, but we're not focused on it. So they keep thinking in the future, which is good. But how about we also figure figure out what they want to be now? Because, man, the more I, I do things and I'm starting their entrepreneurship business, their first one together. Right. And and the more they surprise me, man, the more they they they, they show up, they know things. I'll let them decide, them decide everything. Dude, man, we are underestimating our kids. At least that's what I'm seeing. So let me ask you this, right? We asked how, how are you growing your business. We talked a little bit about your kids and, and you know how how it's like being an entrepreneur dad. How what would be one of your advices to to people is like how do you grow your business but at the same time build a family vision, right? And build that family that you've always wanted. Because what I've seen a lot, and just to put it a little bit of context, what I see a lot is entrepreneur dads. They 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 focus so much on that business vision and then just the whole family just grows apart because they, they just you know they, they actually spend more time now working than when they had that nine to five right <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think you're asking a, a brilliant question but I think it goes back even further into the constitution of your relationships mm. I think if, if I think I've infamously been known as someone that there's two things that motivate me it's it's spending time with my family and generating revenue for my family. Mm-hmm. Right. If you kind of look at what gets me out of bed, you know, people say like, what's your why? Well, I got two: generating revenue for my family and spending time with my family. Mm-hmm. So that means that if I'm at a networking event here in Atlanta 
on a on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday night, there's a couple of things going on. If I'm not going to be with my family, I'm going to be involved in activities that generate revenue for my family. Mm-hmm. Now I do now selfishly, I do spend a little bit of time with my friends, right? I do have a little golf group and, and we spend time together because I do believe that like personal time is important. But you yeah. know what I don't do when I go out? I'm just not a big drinker. So because mm-hmm. I know that at my age, I'm almost 50. At my age, if I have two drinks, I want a nap or yep. they're probably gonna be a hangover related. So like, not that I'm against drinking. I just know that the the uh, on the on the flip side, you know, it's probably going to impact one of my two other things. So, exactly. and then, but what it does is it helps us as dads and entrepreneurs kind of look at okay, if I'm going to go to this conference, if I'm going to go out with this potential customer, it helps us make decisions throughout those that okay, I'm here. I'm not just here to screw around because I'd love to go get wings with my son, or I'd love to go. Um, go swing on this, push my seven-year-old on the swings, like, or, or spend time with my wife. Like there are things that if we are going to not be with our family, we better be generating revenue for our family. So it's mm-hmm. a little black and white for me. And then, but my family also knows that. So my wife knows that if I'm out until 11 o'clock on a Tuesday night, she's not like, oh, he's out gallivanting around town doing whatever. She's like, I know that he's investing in a relationship yeah. that helps our family. Exactly. And it, it might sound crass, but like, I, I'll tell you what, it, it, if it's in your constitution and in your DNA, that that's what you do. Um, and, and that also goes back to what I originally said, if you identify the customer that you love and you want to spend time with. So now that it's not all about, it's not all quantifiable. So if mm-hmm. you're spending time out on a Tuesday night, you are with someone that you generally want to help them grow their business. Mm-hmm. You actually care about them. You actually are invested in them. And when you come home, you feel like, you know what? I spent my time in a nice way. You didn't just go spend your time with a bunch of jerks. You actually had quality time. You're invested in their business. You're invested in them. Now you come home. Maybe you come t- home early enough to be able to read a story before your kid goes to sleep at nine o'clock or eight forty-five. Maybe the wife will push back that bedtime and you get to spend, you know, 15 minutes. So it's that, or, or if you do come home at 11, you get, you're, you're, you're in a good spot. You're not hung over the next morning. You're up making eggs. Like yeah, that's, exactly. that's what we're here to do, brother. I mean, that's, that's why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Just quickly, because I, you know, what I got from that is like one, you have that vision very clear for you of what everything looks like for you and, and how that works in your order, which really helps. And second, and you, you said it real short, but it's really important. So I hope people pick up on that is know thyself, right? Really know yourself. If you know that you can't handle two beers and the next day you're, you, you know, you're hungover while you also know that your seven year old wakes up at, you know, six o'clock in the morning, which mine does often, uh, right? You, you want to be up before him. Know what I yep. mean? So at least I do. So I, I definitely understand, man. That, that was absolutely fantastic. So let me ask you this, man. What's your, um, what's your strategy or what's your approach to make sure that every single day you're doing exactly what you're saying? Like you're, you're winning, right? You're winning and making steps towards exactly achieving what you want to achieve. Either be with your family or making revenue for your family. Hmm. You know, I, 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 I struggle just like anybody else, anyone that's listening here mm-hmm. and, and any of my friends, um, there are times when it's a, um, you know, a Thursday morning and maybe you, 
your energy is just low or you're just not 100% because I'm, I'm a pretty high energy guy. I'll mm -hmm. guarantee you four days out of five, I'm golden. I, I wake up and there might as well be just, you know, smoke coming out from underneath my feet because I'm moving fast and I get done more in a day than most people get done in a month, right? I, I, I honestly believe that. But there are days that my, uh, my, my, I look at my calendar and I'll go, oh my gosh, I just, <laughs> you know, I and mean, we're humans, right? I just want to yep. you know, sit on a couch and drink Diet Coke and watch, you know, something stupid. I'm not watching any shows, but I've never watched Game of Thrones, right? I, a dream of mine would be able to like, sit on a couch and watch Game of Thrones for three days. Like, I think that would be kind of fun, right? Yeah. But what I've done, and, and I've done it very um, very well recently, is I've got a lot of friends like you and, and other people that are accountability partners or um, just sort of like block coaches that I can reach out to and just be like, hey, man, I don't know what's going on, but my energy is really low today. Yeah. You got 10 minutes. And yeah. it is so important. So if there's a tidbit, maybe the tidbit would be don't look, don't always feel like you have to look inside, feel like it's okay to look outside, that it's okay to find that, um, fi just find that other resource. And it's okay to be a, a, an accountability for somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that, that it was about five months ago, I had it in my, um, I had been committed to writing a book. I knew that I wanted to write a book. And um, Mario Race, you know, that you and I have as, as mutual friends. Hell yeah. And, well, and I said to Mario and I was like, I was like, Mario, hey, would you be my accountability buddy? I just need to make sure I do this. This is very important to me. This mm -hmm. is very, very important to me. And um, as of now, the, the publishers are going to have it up probably within a week on nice. uh, uh, definitely Amazon, Amazon, Kindle and uh, Barnes and Noble all within the next 10 days. It'll be up. And it never would have happened, even if I just didn't have those few conversations with Mario, just to kind of say like, hey, man, I just, I, I need to, to sort of socialize with someone that you're my accountability buddy. Even just saying that is so important. So, mm -hmm. so I think my tidbit would be surround yourself, there, surround, your, surround yourself with people that you can honestly just sort of come to them hat in hand and go, man, I... I kind of need an accountability buddy on this. Like, would you mind kind of just maybe once a month, once every two weeks, something I'm not talking about like a, I'm not going to get on a couch and, you know, lay down and try to dump on you. I'm just looking for someone to kind of keep kicking me in the butt every once in a while. Yep. Yeah. And everybody needs a Mario or Ross for sure. Tell yeah. me right now that holy, that we're going to need more people than him. I mean, well, it is, it's so, it's so important. And, and as humans, I think it's super important to feel like we're not, I mean, obviously you and I, you know, at times we can feel like we're the center of the universe. We're the, the anchor, the column, the, the strength of our family. We are, we're not, we're not perfect and we don't know everything. And the concept of being able to just sort of reach out and say, Hey, would you mind helping me with this? Or, Hey, I'm feeling a little down today. You got 10 minutes and regularly 10 minutes. It's someone going like, Swag, you got, what are you doing? Quit, you know, quit feeling sorry for yourself. Go out there and knock this crap. Like, go do it, you know? And and that's, I, I'll tell you what, 100% of the time, that's all I ever need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all I need. Anybody ever needs. Yep, absolutely, man. Especially on those days. Absolutely. So last question, man, before we uh, go into letting people know how to get in contact with you, uh, what would be like a great golden nugget that you would love to share with the audience, with the fellow entrepreneur dads? Yeah, I, I think... 
one of the biggest things that's really helped me in my business the last year would be like have a plan and don't get to, so consumed. And, and I, I don't want to put down this call or any any information that we put out, but like don't get so, so consumed with just consuming. Mm. Have a good balance of consumption and production. Yep. Right. I mean that that's that's where you know try to produce quality content every single week. I, again, it goes back to that how I kind of started, right? If you can identify who your favorite customer is and every single day, just have a conversation with them. And maybe that's something you post on LinkedIn. Maybe it's something you post on Facebook. Maybe it's something you send in a bulk email. Maybe it's something that you send just to 10 key customers, right? Be producing and generating content and balance that out with absorption of content. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really am a firm believer that I, I, that we do want to absorb great information. That's super, super important. I love it. Don't get me wrong. There are insanely great people that I listen to every single week, right? Mm -hmm. But know thyself, right? Know that like Gary Vaynerchuk, you can probably only listen to him once a month, but that once a month, he, you know, if you do it, it's probably gonna be great, right? You you listen to the the Ryan Dice's of the world and Grant Cardone's and, and you get all these different voices, make sure that you can execute on what they say. But then also, if you can utilize that to help you create great content, that's where you will win and you will serve your customers so much better mm. when you are producing content that they love, that they can stick their teeth into and really crunch down. Um, you mentioned, you know, just, re you know, a little second ago about coronavirus, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the content that I've done in the last two weeks, I was reaching out to customers two weeks ago saying, hey guys, look, I, you know, I put together this training specifically designed around helping you. And I deal in the contractor's world, right? Commercial furniture, commercial lighting, and a lot of these guys. And I'm saying, look, this is what we're going to do when our customers stop saying we can come into their space. Mm -hmm. Right? And I actually had one customer tell me last week, he said, well, hang on a second. <clears throat> Sorry. Hang on one second. I really don't want to use it as a crutch. I want them still going out, being face-to-face -face with the customers. I don't want to rush it. You know, I still want them out. Well, of course, today he shot me a note saying, Hey, I think we should do that virtual training next week. Yeah. I think it'll be pretty important. So, um, but that's but that's our job. No matter where you are in business, if if you can see something that's happening and, and if you can bring value to your customers, and say, hey, look, with what's happening in the world, this is a way for you to stay ahead of your customers. That's that's powerful. That's really powerful. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you sharing that. And let me quickly for the people in the end share this. It's your website, correct? Fusion-advisory.net. So people can check you there. It's in the um, comment section, also in the description section for people watching or listening to this on the podcast or on YouTube. And that said, uh, what are other good ways to get in contact with you? Maybe people want to have some extra questions, etc. Go ahead. You know what? That what's on the screen. Just reach out to me at Mike at fusion-advisory.net. Please feel free if there if there's anything I can do to to serve you or or help you. If if you need an accountability buddy, I might be able to steer you in the right direction. I think it's super important to have. Absolutely. And um, I, I'm serious. Like it, when we come to tidbits, man, find find someone that you can lean on when when you need to lean. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. Mike, again, thank you so much for being on. Really appreciate it. 
Everybody else, thank you for watching. If you're alive or right now you listen to the replay or you're listening to this on the podcast, appreciate all of you. We'll see each other very soon on the next episode. Have an amazing rest of the day and be safe. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks, brother.